All right, so uh, this is the Man to Man podcast. Dennis Lemire, Dick Felt. We're on the road. I took <laughs> took my equipment on the road. I came down to Prior Lake, and uh, and we're here. So uh, you and I met. It was a year ago. I want to say it was the first retreat that we did. Maybe two years ago. At one of the, one of the early one. ones. Yeah. 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 It was was that at Honey Rock? Were you at that no, one? No, it wasn't at Honey Rock. Okay. Um, my my first experience with Wild at Heart was up in Alexandria about That's, okay. two and a half years ago, three years ago now. Time flies. Right. And, uh, of course, then, since then I've been to several different retreats, and then we got to know each other a little bit better at becoming a king. Yeah. Uh, earlier this year. Just this uh, last summer. So yeah. you, you have been to multiple Wild at Heart retreats. Absolutely, yeah. And so um, you know, how many, you've been to like three or four basics or four, you I've, said, I've, right? Yeah, I've been to four basics and okay. I've been to Becoming a King twice. Okay. And um, the interesting thing to me is that the most of the, the crowd there is, you know, is, is, is uh, that I would say 25 to 45 age range. But, but it always seems like we have some 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 of our sage uh, guys from your generation that, that ended up coming becoming a king we had we had a, a couple of guys that were you know were older yeah um, so so I know and again and Mike and I you know Mike's 10 years older than I am funny enough so we have this interesting we have this conversation it's it's somebody that's coming from you know 45 somebody that's coming from 55 and so the guys hear a lot about what we experience at these retreats and things and what we've experienced in this message. But tell me, so what drew you to this Wild at Heart message? What, what, you know, what part of it really grabbed you and made you go, man, this is, this is something that I can really get into? I think part of it was <clears throat> maybe would be um, as we grow, as we go through life, we tend to build walls. Okay. Um, I think the analogy, I've heard it, and I think even at one of the retreats, you know, it's like an onion. And uh, uh, the very first ones just started to peel some things off and to show me, um, show me more about myself in some areas that definitely needed work. And each one has added to that. Uh, just came back from one. What about three weeks ago or six weeks ago now? And, uh, and man, some things got some exposed to me. I mean, the Lord showed me things sure. that you know I never would have imagined thinking about. Yeah. Um, the other part of, that I find intriguing is the style, because there's a lot of retreats there's a lot of things guys can go to there's a lot of books you can read seven steps to whatever and um, in the wild at heart John designs all that material and his whole team to make you think right yeah you know he he's he's asking more questions than giving you rather than giving you answers because the answers in ourselves right and uh, over the years uh, as particularly maybe growing up, I, t I tended to build build a lot of walls, and uh, that really that really stifled me. Mm -hmm. So, you know, here I am, eighty plus years old, and uh, I've never been more excited. And even this, even the last couple of weeks, the Lord just started to show me some amazing, amazing things, plans He still has for me. That's awesome. And. Uh, 
uh, and, I'm, and I'm going, well, let's see. Mm. Well, if you want all that done, well, <laughs> well, I'll take that back. He hasn't, he's just let me know that he's got all these plans for me. He hasn't told me what they are. Okay. And that's the amazing part sometimes of how God works in our life. He'll, he'll, he'll put a teaser out there. He, he's got a good sense of humor. <laughs> yeah. And uh, uh, so that, uh, but that the whole point would be to, to step out in, in faith. Sure. And to be able to say, okay, Lord, whatever you, whatever you want. So, uh, and there's a lot. There's a lot of guys that I think they when they would get to the the point of life where you're at, where they would kind of feel like, you know, what am I going to learn by going to this retreat and spending four days? Right. I mean, it, it it feels like some of the guys get there even at the retreats that we go to, and they're like, you know, I, I've done this, right? I've 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 heard this in a way before, but like you said, the the way that John and the team present it. You haven't heard it before because you're hearing from from yourself. Mm-hmm. You're not hearing someone teach you necessarily. They're giving you the tools to then look inside to right. pull it out of yourself. Yeah. So I think that that makes a big difference and that changes how it it hits guys and how it they kind of interact yeah. with it. So yeah. the other part of it, though, that I think is super interesting for me is I mean, these are camps a lot of times, mm-hmm. and and we've kicked. Around, <laughs> you know where I'm going. Yeah, here. we've kicked around the idea many times of you know is that the best environment for it? I mean, and for you, you know, but you're sleeping on a on a bunk, uh, you know, <laughs> designed for kids. Designed, yeah, for a 12 year old, right? So they're small, they're thin, they're usually you know the mattress, if you could call it that, right, is a foam pad. Yeah. I mean. Well, John, John teaches us that every man needs an adventure in his life. So okay. We, you can almost look at it, it that way. Um, the other thing I, found, I have found that um, being, quote, one of the sages, which mm-hmm. I think is kind of a, <laughs> it, it, it's kind of a funny name, but it's a very serious name. For really, sure. Because uh, people will come to me and talk to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, about things, uh, and I found that's even with younger people um, on mission trips and things like that, where the young people we bring with us, that you know, they they're att- they're attracted because of partly because you're willing to listen, and uh, right. we uh, uh, I'll, sh- I'll share a story without without any names, but one of the the uh, becoming becoming a king that we just we had we had this spring. Um, one of the young men was really struggling, and we talked two or three times, and we've talked three or four times over the summer. And uh, he's made an amazing transformation and changed his life from sort of a down and out. I'm just just working working a job and no future, no you know I'll never be married. And uh, I talked to him about a month ago, and he he, he packed up all of his stuff, and he he met he's met this lady young lady and. Uh, out in wow. uh, Indiana, and was was moving out there, and uh, uh, they, they hope to be married later on this year. And, wow! Yeah, he had a great heart, you know. Right. And and, uh, and it turned out that she actually is handicapped. So okay. Uh, but he'd, he'd be a perfect match for her to care for her and love her, and but it just opening those doors, opening those doors. You know, to to older men who might be thinking about, well, is this something I would want? 
I think there's a couple of things. One, there's a cute little song, or of course, they do in our church sometimes. And the, and the opening lines are, if I'm not dead, God's not done. Right. And uh, sometimes we tend to think, we think of our age as a number and we assign, uh, it, it, it's sort of like, I was, just, I was out at the outpost just last night and the, uh, they did the, the, the clip with the, from uh, oh, where the, the the plumber and the and the and the radio guy, you know, and yeah. the radio guy yeah. goes off on this, you know, whether you're in your forty or this, fifty or that, you know, that's that's nonsense. And uh, um, but so too many of us accept that as a way of life. And so um, I I sometimes even get um, that was the word I want to say. caught on the crossfire in a way because part of what John and them teach is that we all need t- time and margin in our life mm-hmm. and yet it, with with this background and with whatever you, you <laughs> there's already all these opportunities come work, work, you know come building up and so that that's a, an important part so uh, the other the other part of it is you, as you mentioned most of many of the guys most of the guys are a little bit younger mm-hmm and some of these later, more recent generations are, they have a totally different way of thinking and whatever. Well, if we, unless we interact with them, we're never going to understand them. Sure. And so, as, as we watch them in this in this venture or in these weekends, we learn that you can we can learn an awful lot. So that when when God decides to put that person in front of you, and instead of going like, oh, he looks like a jerk, he's got tattoos all over him, earrings and whatever, you know, I don't even want to talk to the man. You've got a basis in which to, to visit with him and start a conversation. It's not just write him off. Right. And I think that's important. I mean, I think that goes both directions, too. You know, in the end, I think that guys that are, you know, my generation, we can be a little bit intimidated almost, you know, um, the idea of of opening up to somebody and in, in, in having that relationship. You know, we we have a, a men's group that meets on Monday nights and, and there's not a lot of us, but but we uh, we make a good we make a good go at it. And I and I asked all of them about mentors. And I said, you know, how many of you have a mentor? And none of them. And I said, well, how many of you would like one? And they all were like, you know. Everybody wanted a mentor, but so all of these guys wanted that in their life, saw the value of it in their life, but didn't had never taken the steps to go out and do that. And I think it's, you know, as guys, we sort of have this, like you said, these walls up where we're like, okay, you know, I I would need this and this and this and this, this, where in the end it starts with just a conversation. I mean, you know, uh, one of the great things about these retreats is how many good you know, relationships that can be built where it starts with just a conversation around a bonfire. You know, it, it's literally just or around the dinner out. table or around a dinner table. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And it, and it turns into you know you developing this relationship with this young man and and you know and speaking into his life to where you know he goes from being like you the story you just told. He goes from being reserved and kind of you know withdrawn in himself to moving to another state to get married. I mean that's, you know that's that's taking somebody and 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 allow allowing the things inside of them to to really grow and, and build and 
And that can be done if we're open to these types of conversations. And, and the fact that you're stepping out and putting yourself in that situation to be able to do that, I mean, that's something that, again, we don't see very much of. And so, um, you know, it's really a neat thing. And, and, and you're not allowing the physical aspect of it, sleeping on the hard pad, slugging through yeah. mud. And, you know, I mean, we were when we were at that Becoming a King, we had all four seasons, like in four <laughs> we days. Did. We were walking through snow and mud and yeah. rain. and The first day it was hot. We were all yeah, sweating and wet. we're all wearing shorts and T-shirts. <laughs> By the last day, we're wearing mud boots and, and going through snow. Right. Oh, why didn't I throw that winter jacket in? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's, yeah. you know, it, it, it's... Uh, when you're out and you put yourself out there like that, you never know what's going to happen. Yeah. But it adds to the adventure, like you said. It's a story to tell. It's it's taking yourself from you know like like John always says you know you're the small story to the to big story, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And so you've opened yourself up and taking yourself you're taking yourself out of that small story and putting yourself in the bigger story of these other men's life. So you know maybe you know in in the whole concept that you know the, the wild at heart message we talk a lot about you know um passing on that the that generational information and passing on that wisdom and being able to um being able to give to the 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 people like you said those people coming up behind you right so you know if you know if you're going to pass on information to a guy my age i mean so, so for me i'm asking this for my own self you know I um you know I've got two sons they're mm. they're 14 and, and 17 and um you know and so I'm going through that whole senior year in high school oh. freshman year in high school kind of Need thing a lot of prayer okay yeah, exactly exactly at least they're boys <laughs> they're both boys so I've got that you know but if you're gonna if you were sharing with somebody my age you know and coming up into this message specifically you know what parts of it are you like hey grab onto this because you know, mm. this is where the meat of this is. This is where the real meat and guts of this is. Two things come to mind. Okay. And one of them, particularly strong in the message from becoming a king, is that God wants to give us a kingdom. Mm-hmm. You know, we are all, we are all princes in, in, his, in his eyes. But the most important one he's going to give us, at least initially, is our family. Mm-hmm. And so... For a guy your age, for example, you're at you're at a crossroad. You're trying, in many cases, trying to build a career. You're trying to raise a family. You're paying, trying to pay them off a mortgage. You got a house to take care of, and it's way too easy. And I I say this because I was very guilty of this when my children were younger. Um, to get busy, and you don't you mm-hmm. you don't make don't make time for them. And the other message that comes through loud and clear is the importance of validating mm. their your children and letting them know, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, like just last night at the outpost where we were in our in our sharing time, we were talking about, you know, take the boys out for an adventure or whatever, you know. Encourage them or ask them if they would put their cell phones away for three or four days and go off somewhere. You, you mentioned earlier in our country, before we started recording, you'd gone off to a cabin for three or four days. Mm-hmm. And uh, do something like that. Just wander the woods, you know. Right. And uh, 
we, most kids today don't have no idea what that is. Mm-hmm. You know, we, 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 I guess I was sharing, but you know, back, back, I, I didn't grow up on the farm, but my wife grew up on the farm. But everybody had chores. You learned responsibility. You learned hard work. It didn't really matter if it rained. You had to get out there and feed the cattle and milk the cows and do all these other other things. So you learn to overcome. Right. You learn to be creative. You learn to take a risk because sometimes you had to climb under that tractor and, you know, I mean, not to do stupid things, but uh, today's world, our young guy, young men come along, coming along behind us, like your sons, they don't, they don't have a lot of opportunity for that. Right. So, and, and, then, and then to validate them in that process when they do well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's great. That's, um, I think it's, it's, it's neat with my boys. We were out, I'll tell a quick story just by, you know, about, it's, it was cool seeing. So my oldest son, it was him, my, all four, all three of us, my son, my youngest son, my oldest son, and then my oldest son's girlfriend. We're at, we went to a restaurant and, um, and, and I don't, I usually don't have to like police my boys. They're pretty, they're, they're really good at stuff. So we get to the table, we sit down at the restaurant and my, my son's girlfriend pulls out her cell phone and starts, you know, doing something on her cell phone. And my son, without me even saying a word, reaches over and goes, put your phone away <laughs> to his girlfriend. And I was just like, yes, you know, yeah. I mean, I, we, it's, it's just an unspoken rule in my house is when we sit down at the table, you know, we don't, we don't, we don't get out our cell phones. We're here to have conversation and to hang out. And, and the fact that he was confident enough in himself and, that he understood that, hey, that's, that's incredible. this is a time for conversation. I mean, it just made me so proud. And, and my sons are great. Um, but establishing that, I think, is, is it's a big thing, right? I mean, finding adventure is something that you've mentioned a couple times now. And, um, you know, I feel like in today's generation or today's society, a lot of adventure we find is, is, is not, it's real small adventure. It's playing video games or watching movies or... You know, um, it's just, it, it's just not a lot of big adventure. You know, uh, uh, going to the beach. You know, I mean, that's like okay. It's it's not it's not this me- it's not this grand adventure, right? Yeah. And so, you know, finding that ability to get out and do that, and 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 I think that you're doing that when you go to these retreats, and and we're encouraging. That's why we do them in the woods, and that's why yeah. we do them at these camps, is because. We want guys to step out of their norm and to try to find that adventure. So, you know, for you, like what, what wakes up inside of you when you think about that, you know, just this finding adventure and, and getting out and, and trying something different. I mean, even at, you know, at the stage of life where you're in, where, you know, you're not trying to create a kingdom or, you know, raise, maybe raising grandkids, right? Totally different. Um, but, you know, what... What part of that adventure grabs onto you at, at this stage and where you're at in your um, life? It's, 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 it's pushing me to think about, you know, what are some things I'd like to do? You know, some people might refer to it as a bucket list. Sure. Um, I was just thinking about this the other day. It might be, maybe I need to get out and get and find a, maybe like a seniors uh, hiking group or something like that where, you know, you go up to a state park somewhere and walk the trails and that yeah maybe they're groomed trails but you're out in the woods you're out 
around nature. Mm-hmm. Uh, some, I've always tended to be, a, unfortunately, a kind of a low-risk person. Sure. And, uh, but that was pounded into me as a young man, mm-hmm. as, a, as a young child. And uh, I'll share a story. Uh, I should be careful because my family may listen to this. But <laughs> you don't have to name names. <laughs> Let them sort it out amongst themselves. We had a family cottage when I was growing up that my great grand my great grandparents owned. I was blessed. I had all four grandparents plus a set of great grandparents growing up. And so every time, and my great grandfather loved to fish as my father did, and as I do. And uh, but I was about eighteen years old. I've just no seventeen. I was my final final fall of high school and a bunch of us went out to the cottage on a Saturday afternoon to go for squirrel hunting okay and the cottage was surrounded by woods and marsh back then you know driving to the cottage was down a, the last three miles or last mile and a half was down a little two ruts going through the trees and uh, uh, today it's a three-lane pipe paved road but uh, and I realized I've never been in these woods because they didn't want me out there, you know, uh-huh. adventuring. So I mean, that was kind of a sad thing, in a way. So, right. And, and then, of course, you come along. You got college and other things. You probably did some crazy things in college, but haven't been a great one. I have a friend in, you know, who thinks it's great to jump out of airplanes and all these other things. I'm going, uh, maybe get out of my car. <laughs> no, <laughs> but uh, I think I think that makes the point. So. Uh, but yeah, there's some things I'd like to do that way. Uh, mostly, it, my heart seems to be going more and more to the mission field, actually. Okay. And uh, in more recent years, I've been able, to, I've been blessed to be able to help several different mission groups. But uh, and that brings me brings me great joy being able to do that. Mm-hmm. And uh, keep thinking maybe I need to go, go on, go on another one. <laughs> that's a that's a big adventure. I mean, that's a yeah. big one. I, I've, I've been to Haiti three times. Okay, and uh, on mission trips, and uh, yeah, that was a that was an adventure in itself. Uh, I'm not sure what experience I had, but the, the Lord really used it actually. But we uh, the town we were in, we went to a prison. Okay, back then it was the old prison. They built a newer prison now, but you would have a room maybe 30 by 40 feet. You'd have 75 to 100 guys in that room. Jeez. And they, they all had five-gallon buckets, and that's what they slept on. You know, they learned to sleep sitting on that five-gallon bucket. Wow. And in the morning, they turned it over, and that was their latrine. And uh, I think they got to wash it, rinse it, throw it out once a day or something like that. But started sharing God's Word. And you're sta- literally standing in puddles of urine, mm-hmm. and uh, that was quite an adventure. <laughs> yeah, uh, but the blessing out of that was there were a couple women that were with me. We had we were a group of like fourteen or fifteen, and we'd split up into different cells. There were like five five of these cells uh, in the prison, and uh, they taught them a little course and encouraged them to sing that every morning and every evening. Well, a year later, a mission team went back and they ended up having to stay almost across the street from the prison. 
and they said they woke up every morning and two or th and then heard two or three times throughout the day they just singing that little chorus that uh, how they were touched and I remember I I started just sharing a little bit and uh, they don't hardly know what I said they just seemed like the Holy Spirit took over and finally I said is there you know would anybody like to commit their life to Christ and about forty guys raised their hand you know. Wow. Do we have an impact? It's, you know, we have to hope and pray and keep praying for them. Right. There's those kinds of things. Or one of the earlier trips we were out in a, going up this road, and the, my pastor friend goes, You know, we're probably the first white people that have ever driven on this road. <laughs> because it looked, it looked like an ox cart would have a hard time getting up, but it was bumpy and rocks. And just driving in Haiti is an adventure. I bet. Yeah. <laughs> Not the greatest infrastructure, huh? but but again, we're, we're, with that, the ministry has grown uh, in that we're teaching, trying to teach a new new way of farming so that they okay. can increase food food production, and it's it's not easy. You're trying to break tradition and stuff like that. But hmm. Yeah, there's there's all kinds of adventures out there. Right. So, how long have you been um, a believer, a Christian? That's a good question. I think. <laughs> Um, I think the moment I remember sure. was in high school uh, at a Bible camp up in, in, in Michigan, over in Michigan, and uh, at a campfire. There you go. That's kind of a God loves you using campfires, uh, and uh, where I've really committed it. You know, I, I felt like I made that commitment. Uh, I grew up in the church. Okay. But I think in today's terms, um, it might be described more as a religious experience. Mm -hmm. um, and then several years later, I've been married for several years, we got into a couple of really strong Bible-based churches that, that were starting to come, you know, starting to come alive, what I call it, coming alive. Mm -hmm. And... Uh, so it's just been a work in progress. Okay. Um, there are times when the Lord has to ping me and you know say, "Hey, you just need to just stop and talk to me." <laughs> right. Right. But uh, the the interesting thing, actually, I was at a basic here just three weeks ago, and and uh, no, I'll no, take that back. I was thinking of something else. The other morning, I, I woke up and. Uh, I had both my pups snuggled in bed with me, and I didn't want to disturb them because once they're up, the day's gone. <laughs> it's going. Um, but the uh, he started sharing, opening up my eyes to some things, and how he was walking me back through my life, okay, and showing me how he was directing me, even when I wasn't asking, where wow. his hand was in it, decisions I made. Some of them on the spur of the moment that had an impact on the rest of my life. Um, job opportunities I thought that I wanted to pursue. And uh, when I came to Minnesota, I was there was a dream job in St. Louis and uh, exactly what I, would, I, I wanted. They kept putting me off and putting, saying, yes, we're gonna make you an offer, we're gonna make you an offer. I finally come to work for a company here and uh, a week after, I hadn't been here a week, and I learned that that company had closed the doors oh, New Year's wow. Day. Jeez. 
the way God works in, in our lives in so many, so many ways. Uh, we could do a whole, right, a whole other talk on all the different ways God kind of touched me and blessed me and, and my wife as well. We were married 53 years. Wow. And uh, that's a big deal. Yeah. And uh, I always, there was a dream when I was younger to be a farmer. I never dreamt I'd end up marrying a farm, farm girl. So I own the farms now, but I don't. I've never farmed in my life. Thank goodness. I don't think I could do farming today. But, right. Uh, so. That's great. You know, I, I I think the reason why I asked that is because, you know, you're like this this like the going to these basics and these retreats. I mean, really, it's it's a lot of soul work. I mean, it it's a oh, lot yeah. of introspection yeah. and it's a lot of processing things inside of yourself, and so. You know, even after all of these years, to still be putting that time and effort in to do that, I mean, it's, that's impressive in one way. But the fact that you're still unpacking things, that God is still working yeah. on different areas of your life, right? I mean, still drawing you in closer to him and saying, I, I, I still have more. It just speaks to the, you know, how big it, the depth of God is. I mean, and how... Mike and I talk often about, you know, how sometimes the whole point is just to continue to draw nearer to him. Mm. That's, that's it. A lot of guys will ask, you know, well, what, what is my purpose? What am I doing? What am I trying to accomplish? And I'm like, a lot of times the whole thing is just to draw nearer to God. That's that's it. That's because of how much depth is there. Mm -hmm. And I think you're like, you know, you're, you're, you're you're proving that out. (laughs) Thank you. In your life. Yeah. Um. Yeah, one of the things I've, I've been thinking a lot about lately uh, is that we, to in order to, in any relationship, it takes time. Mm-hmm. You don't just, you know. I think my my again my family. We all love Hallmark movies. You know, we're all you know they all. You know, it's it's it, you know it's boy girl meet boy and girl meet the first two minutes they kiss the last two minutes and in between there's just various kinds of drama (laughs) but everything you know always works out so good you know but relationships take time right and it's the same way whether it's your family or your relationship with your lord and i guess that is one of the benefits i mean i've been retired for about 15 years now and uh so i am blessed i have a little more time than maybe the many guys do but even in little pieces, that, that day by day, the daily prayer, right. uh, which I not I won't say I'm do every day, but it's it's that's so it's so peaceful just to start the day with that. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, where was I going with that? <laughs> Senior moments, all right. Now, I, uh, uh, oh yeah, that. But and so it's the same way with the Lord. And as we as we invest time and even our energy, he just starts to reveal things to us, you know. And that how he does that is different for other people. Mm-hmm. I, I think that's an important point to, to to think about too. You know, a lot of times when, for me, uh, if I've been having, when I feel there there was those special special times. Uh, I, I keep a journal, which mm-hmm. is which is another thing that I, I, I strongly strongly encourage guys to do. But um, 
I'll just go to a blank page and pick up a pen or a pencil. And just whatever the words come to my mind, I start writing it. Mm-hmm. And that's and then it becomes a really neat, really neat experience because that's where all of a sudden these things start coming. Uh, I've had I've had friends that a friend of mine, dear friend of mine, talking. He was going driving to church one Sunday morning. He pulled off the side of the road, and the Lord downloaded almost a whole book for him to write. Wow! Never did make a church. <laughs> Other other plans that day. Other other plans, yeah. but uh, yeah, there's God's sense of humor, His timing, and everything is so wonderful. Yeah, so. I I find that's. I mean, I I've I've started keeping a journal in the last three years only, so you know, I missed a lot of of that time. Um, but uh, yeah, I've, I've found that random times I'll just start writing, and and it, yeah, it just seems to just just yes, go here. and just yeah. come out of me, and, and it's. You know, and God's just just speaking to me, and, and yeah, like you said, and I, and I all the same thing. I'll wake up in the middle of the night and, and have to grab grab some paper and a pen and, and start writing. Or, or you know, my favorite ones, I've 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 literally been sitting in work meetings, and somebody says something, and it'll start to process in my brain, and and it's God just like uses the words that people saying, and I, I'm like, I've got to, I just got to write. Because you've got, I've got to get it out. I mean, you've got to, you've got to write that because it's good, it's good information to have and to be able to go back later and, and really sit in it and process. And I think again, you know, when we think about the basics, that those, the time that you have where, you know, where you're just, you know, they give questions. And I, I to me, you know, after you've been through it a few times at least, and I've been to a few as well, um, you know, the questions become secondary. It's it's the idea. It's the time for you that you're giving to God and allowing Him to speak. You know, it. it uh, I mean, He does. He shows up and speaks. And 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 and, you know, and sometimes the questions become secondary, and and it becomes this dialogue almost right. with, with yeah. God, where you're you're. Like, oh, I didn't even get to the questions, but this is good stuff. <laughs> you know I mean? Yeah. The other the other part of the other part of the journaling and not that being on that too much anymore, but is that in our busy life, you know, we mm-hmm. get a thought, even if you just write down the thought, that way you've got something to go back to. Mm-hmm. And uh, without, with, without that, it could easily get lost. Mm-hmm. And I'll find that I'll write down a thought and I won't have any idea what it belongs to. And then it'll be two or three days later, I'll be having a conversation with somebody and that is what I need in this conversation. Indeed. Indeed. And, and, and I'm like, wow, okay, now I understand that this is where this belongs. When I didn't, when I first, when I first wrote this down, right, or I first got this. So it, it's impressive. I mean, it is amazing. Like you said, God's sense of humor and timing is sometimes irritating for us because we don't understand where it's going. But, you know, when, when you get to see it, Yep. It's so revealing and it's so amazing. So yeah. it's been good. But I really appreciate this time. This has been great. I appreciate oh, you fun. giving it to us. Uh, um, anything that you want to say to guys that might be watching this, um, just to kind of wrap up and parting mm. wisdom? Wow. <laughs> <laughs> um, if, I guess a couple of things. One would be very simply, if you haven't done it, do it. I mean, in terms of attending a basic, participating, uh, for some of for some of some guys, it's a real risk. Mm-hmm. Um, for others, it's 
I mean, let's be honest. There, there's guys that come to this and sleep through half of it. Right. Uh, but it's whatever you did, if you if you're looking for relationship with other guys, this is a great way to do it. Because mm-hmm. um, you build friendships. Um, sometimes it's with friends that go with you, or people that you meet up there. Uh, our church is a very friendly church, and virtually. Every time a bunch of us guys go up to one of these retreats, we add we add to our tribe, if you want to call it that. Yeah. Uh, so I've got eight or nine of them coming over here Saturday night. We're maybe good thing it's turning cold. We're gonna throw a put a fire in the backyard and I'll throw some burgers and brats on the grill and just sit around and talk and visit and you know and maybe have a, we'll have a little time at you know what 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 do you need? What do you need? What, uh, uh, because a related thought to that that comes to mind is uh, that you kind of grow up in a culture that says we can do it all, mm-hmm. and the bottom line is we can't. Right. We need we need other guys. We need, there's a Bible verse in, in Proverbs about iron sharpening iron, mm-hmm. and we need we need that. Uh, we need somebody. You know, you can go out and build a shed in your backyard. From takes three or four days. You have a good friend helping you get it done in a day and a half. Mm-hmm. If there are no other reason, somebody's holding the other end of the board because you're not, so you don't have to balance it while you're running the saw, you know, kind of thing. Uh, but and then, as guys, we tend to, again, close ourselves off. Mm-hmm. But we, women, it seems to happen more naturally. But for us guys, we need somebody. And that's when one of the blessings... Over the last three years, uh, the Lord has put uh, as, uh, as some of the loneliness built up, you know, having lost my wife, mm-hmm. uh, put five or six guys around me that, you know, if I'm having a bad day, I can pick up the phone and call them. Mm-hmm. Or we go and I've got a couple guys, we have lunch almost every week or every other week. and. Uh, who knows where the conversation's going to lead? The other the other day, my one of my best friends, we had a conversation about what do our names mean, hmm. and it's and it's and that's a that's a fascinating story in itself, and we started to pursue it, and uh, and then you know we can say things like you know what what's what's God's name for us hmm. because again that's part of one of the right. one of the sessions talking about what what name has God given us. So it's, uh, but you know, it's, I haven't had a dear friend that he was, he's a mechanic, you know, back when, when my wife was alive and, and he was still married, we'd have our conversations under the hood kind of thing, you know. Yep, yep. Well, guys, guys need that. Mm-hmm. And uh, kind of, the Bible referred to it as the stiff neck people. Sure, and it's yep. easy for us guys to do that. For sure, and we don't. We need to open it up. So open up your hearts. Take some risks. Um, it's kind of a mini adventure, but basic or becoming a king. It's, mm-hmm. it's uh, incredible opportunity to learn about the Lord, learn, learn about His plans for you. Your heart is most importantly, maybe His heart for you. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Bible. There's a verse that talks about holding his hand and I was reading a translation I liked it I want to say it was in the Ecclesiastes but I can't remember anyway 
God is promising that he's He's holding our hand and he won't let go. Mm. And he that's so he wants us to grow. Right. And the more we grow, the more he can use us and the more fun life becomes. That's right. So at eighty three years old You're still growing loaded for bear. Still holding that hand. That's great. It's so, amazing. Well I thank you so much, Dennis. Thank I appreciate you, this time too. So Yeah. We'll do it again sometime. I look forward to that. All right.